I got <laughs> fucked. I got fucked by Knuckles Dawson. And I challenge us today, La Jolla, to fight Gus. It's, uh, it's, it's refreshing to see uh, a Palin who finally knows when to pull out. Conspiracy. Maybe they're the same person. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, I am Jeff Ramsey. Jeff Tarola. I'm Joel Hammond. This is Bernie Burns. Diane Lane. Alicia Pratt. Olivia Munn. I feel pressure that we shouldn't suck now after that song. I don't feel any pressure at all. As a, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I feel like we did all the work in that song. We did. Hell? We did all the heavy lifting. That kid, what's that kid's name? Don't give him credit. Don't uh, say his name. Okay. Hey. okay. It, was, uh, it, it was Teresa Bach. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was not Teresa Bach. Why are you always so negative about the theme songs? I think I'm not awesome. negative. How but many theme songs do we have, like, in the hopper? You, um, I, I, I need to refill the hopper. I have a bunch in my email box that I haven't made into the hopper yet. We probably have, like, another 60 to go. Wow. This is, by the way, coming from the guy who's become Mr. Negativity. You've overtaken Gus. Nope. Every day nope. you walk into the back room and you're like, you know what I don't like about X? X sucks. <laughs> you did it two seconds ago with your Mac. You did it with, like, four video games yesterday. Like, nope. Every, Gav talks about it at home when we get home at night. He's like... What's wrong with Bernie today? He was so negative about Left for Dead or whatever. What? I know, first of all, that's an example. When, when have I ever been negative about Left for Dead? You were mad about the new achievement to get another 5,000 kills. Well, that's bullshit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, did you grind out the, hard, the, the really long one? That sucks. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh. we, were, we were commenting the other week that because Valve decided to update Left for Dead, it took away one of my 100% of games. Uh, okay. And Jeff said, well, you'll just get those achievements. And... My argument was, I don't know what the achievements are, so I can't assume that. Bioshock put in an achievement that I am never going to get, which is to finish the game on whatever, like, super difficult. What's, that, what's the highest difficulty level hard? on Bioshock? You, the same difficulty you already beat it on? No. It's no. like pretentious level. <laughs> That's the highest difficulty on Bioshock. Um, and uh, without dying or without saving, so it's just BS. So, it's all, Bioshock it's all, is it's BS. Of, it's all a bunch of shit. You know what I hate about Jeff is that he says I'm fucking negative. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's Mr. Positivity in here. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I actually I actually was going to come in and apologize to Jeff for being so negative about his achievement abilities and then about yelling about the phone. For <laughs> oh, Gus got time. an owie. <laughs> Gus was actually pointing at Jeff to tell him to stop thumping his foot. <laughs> and he did it by pounding on the desk. <laughs> did he stop? Yes. Mission accomplished. So I'll go home. And now it sounds like a dead body just dropped out of the ceiling. <laughs> so speaking of negativity, we finally made it through uh, our week of uh, our week long series of podcasts. I loved it. Bernie I, was talking to me about how he wants to do it again soon. No, no. I loved it. <laughs> Not happening again. Gus was a miserable Gus for the horrible. last week. I fucking hated that. Well, if we did, how many how many weekdays are there in a year? Uh, two hundred sixty. One hundred and ten. Wow, that's fast. It's five days a week, fifty two weeks a year. Yeah, I was doing the other way. I was subtracting the weekends. I was saying the oh, 104 weekend days. The stupid way. <laughs> like, you don't know. I mean, you don't know what <laughs> day of the, day of the uh, week of the calendar year starts on. It depends, but yeah. I was staring at my foot thinking, I'm glad I'm not in school anymore. This is a test. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking math people. We should have thrown that out to, to Jeff and see what would last longer. Him <laughs> figuring that out or the podcast itself. <laughs> we were talking with Jack and uh, Gavin this morning because uh, Gavin was surprised that I knew some word and I have a decent vocabulary. But I was saying how I made up for it in school by being actually retarded when it comes to math. Like, I was in, like, advanced reading and retard math at the same time. Really? Yeah. Nice. It was, like, what was I, the highest level of math that you took in high school? 
uh, I failed out of uh, what comes after algebra? Algebra two? <laughs> no, no, God, no. What's the one that's like geometry? With the, geometry. I failed okay. both semesters of geometry in the tenth grade, and that was it for me in math. Wow. Or eleventh. You didn't Jesus. take math after tenth grade? Well, I took it. I just didn't pass it. <laughs> where, where was it? I almost, I almost graduated with honors too. Wow, well, you, you couldn't pass math in Alabama. Nope, that's, uh, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Which is weird because Alabama Very... has the best teachers in the country, right? I mean, <laughs> obviously, and they care too. It's really hard to believe. Right? Isn't that where Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies yeah. learned all the extra work they put into those students? And I couldn't, I couldn't pass. But oh, how do you oh. get a high school diploma without passing mathematics? I did two years. That's not enough. <laughs> I did, not, it's not college. I did. I did general math in the ninth grade, where I learned how to write checks. <laughs> and then, are I you did, serious? Then I did algebra, and wow. then I failed geometry. <laughs> and then for my senior year, I, this is a brilliant move. I took chemistry and failed both semesters of that. So I failed four semesters of high school and still graduated. Wow. I mean, I can tell you that when I was in high school, I took physics my senior year. Chemistry was a junior level class, mm-hmm. and everybody had to take it. You didn't pass it, and you still graduated. Oh yeah. So what were the sciences you took in high school? Uh, I took physical science in the ninth grade. You're right, like just in, general science. Yeah, in the tenth grade, I took biology, Chemi- biology. Eleventh grade, I took chemistry, failed both semesters, didn't take it in my senior year. I didn't uh, take any science. So at all. you didn't pass math and science, yet you somehow graduated from high school. Yeah, I took two years of math. Two, I, I passed two years of math, two years of science, and almost graduated with honors. Well, there's a reason Jeff's not an engineer, and I think we figured it out. Yeah. But I can read good. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what percentage of your graduating class would you say you're in? Uh, I have. He's from Alabama. What like <laughs> top two, three percent? The ninetieth percentile. I have. <laughs> I've managed to be dead center in everything I've ever done in my entire life. First of all, when you say graduating class, you're already whittling down <laughs> the class quite <laughs> That's a bit. A, I think very true. Absolutely. True. Although maybe not. You know, if they can't pass math and science. Well, how big was your class? Uh, my senior class was 356 people. And of that, how many really? graduated? You wow. Think? Oh, that's 356 graduated. Oh, okay. I, I, there were, we started out the senior year with 1,300. Wow. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big class. Did you really start with that many? No, we started with probably 400, 450. Okay. We had okay. a lot of dropouts, but. How, cause I went to a very big high school in Houston and my graduating class was 1,100 people. That's Holy pretty crazy. Shit. I think I had like Jesus. 700 in mine. Yeah, my, I think we graduated like, I think 650 graduated out of class about like 710. You know, my wife graduated wow. with like 30 kids or something, I think. I'm, I'm not joking when I say this. My graduating class had like a 54% dropout rate. Jesus. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that, what, what Jack just said was amazing because 60 kids in his class – didn't graduate. And it's like, do you know the 60 kids that didn't graduate? No, I remember because I was very focused on that because I had to stay in the top 10% of my class because there's that the, the law in Texas where if you're in the top 10%, you go you automatically are accepted to any public college in Texas. So I was very focused on staying in like that top 65 or whatever it was. Yep. So I think I ended up at like 58, so I managed to sneak under the line. But nice. That's the only reason why I would know those numbers. Do you know that I only wanted to go to one school and I geared – all of my academic career in high school towards going to Notre Dame. Really? And I got into Notre Dame, and I was fine. Then found out about five months before I went to college that my family couldn't afford to send me to Notre Dame. Oh, that's, that's it was, fun. It was about $21,000 a year, and it was $22,000 a year if I wanted carpet in my dorm room. Jesus. So I went to Texas. I went to UT because I was accepted under that rule of 10%. I just nice. automatically had an in. So I didn't even apply, and I got to go to Texas. Yeah, that's I, I applied to one school, which was Texas, and you know that was the only thing I wanted to do. So, well, I don't know what it's like in Texas, where you guys all went to high school, but like in Alabama, I took a uh, 
what's like a sex ed class in eighth grade with a dude who was 15. Did they make he you, sat next to me. Did they I, make you have sex with somebody? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it was just, I just remember it was like, it was like sex ed and like CPR or whatever they bundle and, and don't get hit by trains. They bundle all this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, is it like driver's ed and sex ed? Anyway, no, no. Driver, I got a great, I got a great driver's ed story. I'll tell you. All right. Fin- finish your sex ed <laughs> the, story. The final exam is an application to join the army. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ASVAB. <laughs> Uh, but the guy that sat next to me would just bitch about how there was too much classwork in the sex ed class, you know, and like hygiene and all that nonsense and brush your teeth and shit. And he was like, as soon as I turn 16, I'm going to quit. I'm going to work at the Chromen factory. And that was, that was what a lot of people were like in my school. Like he turned 16 years old, dropped out of high school and started Chromen bumpers. Was happy. That was it. That was it for the rest. He's probably life. rich by now. Yeah, it's good living, man. He found his calling. You yeah. think that factory is still open? I hope it is. I'm sure it still is. Yeah. 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 Bumper or they'd, or they'd work at the paper mill. There was a lot of paper mills, you know, on the co- on the Gulf Coast where I grew up. So. How quickly did you join the army after school? I joined the army when I was still in high school. Really? Uh, yeah, and uh, very like midway through my senior year. But I went into basic training three months after I graduated. Man, and I couldn't have gone faster, fast and, enough. And then, how quickly, if I may ask, how quickly were you married after that? Uh, I got married when I was twenty one, so three three years into. Two, two oh, you were actually older than I thought you were. Yeah, I got married uh, like a week after my birthday, or about a month after my 21st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time I got married, the day before my birthday. I like to keep it around the same time. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. It, keep it keeps your dates clear. Some, yeah. Summer weddings are nice. Because you, fail, you failed math. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I need all the help I can get. One calendar. Close. But anyway, let, what, what, I was going to tell you a funny uh, story. Driver's Ed. Driver's Ed. Okay, I got a great story. I don't think I've ever told you guys this story. I went... Uh, I took driver's ed in the like the tenth grade or whatever when you take it when you're 15, and it was you know taught by some old basketball coach who didn't give a fuck. You know, he was probably like I don't know five years from retirement, just did not give a shit, right? And uh, I took it with a bunch of like you know dumb motherfuckers that needed to get cars to quit high school, right? And go work go, at the, go to the bumper factory, the power <laughs> factory, the chrome factory, whatever. And there was this one dude. Uh, I don't want to say his name. Prentice his, was his name. I don't think he listens to our podcast. Really cool guy. <laughs> would like had this huge afro, and he would just sit and pick his afro in class all day long. And that's like would like it was awesome, dude. And we'd play tic tac toe together. Really nice guy. And uh, but did not give a fuck about a school. Great right? story so far. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, anyway, I we like the name. we passed driver's ed together one time, and uh, then one time my school had a big horseshoe in the front of it where you would drop people off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was walking uh, past the horseshoe one morning, and Prentice pulled up in this huge Lincoln Continental. And I looked over to my right, and I noticed our high, our coach was there that taught us high school uh, driver's ed. And Prentice sees him and goes, hey, Coach so-and-so, got my car. And the coach goes, hey, what's up? And while Prentice was waving at my coach, he ran into a car, <laughs> like T-boned a car. And there was nobody in the car. They'd stopped to, like, drop the kids off or something. Smashed into it. It was like a huge wreck. The coach goes, oh. And I go, wow. And Prentice looks at the coach and looks at me. Backs up and drove away. <laughs> and the coach just shook his head and went on about his day. That's the perfect, that's the perfect cry. It was. <laughs> Prentice didn't care. The coach didn't care. That was it. Man, I, I, I think we were the only people to see it. I hope the person whose car got hit isn't listening to the yeah. podcast. Yeah, they're going to fuck. They're like, I know who it was now. All these years of searching. Have you ever been in a car wreck? Who, me? Or, yeah. No. No? No, never been in one. No, I, was, I was in a car wreck about two months after I got my driver's license. Actually, I think it was a week after I got my physical license. I had a 1976 Chevy Nova. This thing was like a tank. It was this giant-ass car. I bought it for 100 bucks. Me and my dad worked on it for like eight months, fixing it up, ready. Like when I turned 16, I was going to be driving it. 
And um, I, I pulled away from my school with a buddy of mine, and uh, a, a woman was actually following a car, like tailing him, really, really close. And then he slammed on her on his brakes. She slammed on her brakes, and my car just I braked, but I slid and just hit her bumper. And it, it was one of those things where your brain just doesn't comprehend like two cars colliding like that. And I literally left. I pulled my foot off the brake and hit her again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, it's, it's like, the you know, the Matrix when that helicopter hit the building and it kind of did that wave, like it wasn't sure what to do, and then it exploded. It was the exact same thing going through my head, like, <laughs> oh, did that just happen? And then I hit her again, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, and then pulled off to the side. But since me and my friend were both minors, they had to call, like, an ambulance and a fire truck, and it, it was it was rough. So, I mean, yeah, I, I was sitting there, like, crying over my car that I spent all this time working on, and I felt like an idiot. And it turns out the woman I hit was one of my friend's moms. So I had to live through that. Oh, you rear-ended this guy's moms. Yeah. So. My favorite part about that story is that you cried like a little bitch. Dude, yeah. I spent way, way so cry. much time. It was this beautiful car. And then from then on, it looked like it had a black eye. Like, I broke the front end, and I literally looked like my car had a black eye. Because, like, the, the rim around the light was gone. So it looked like this giant, like, mark on the front. It was horrible. That sucks. I've never actually hit or been in a, any kind of collision. But one time I did drive a, I was looking at some chick. Some trailer park girl in short shorts walk across the street when I was dropping my friend off from high school, and uh, she was hot, and I was checking out her ass, and I wasn't paying attention where I, where I was going. I went in the other lane, and I made a van swerve into a ditch, and it was on two wheels, and the lady was like <laughs> trying to figure out how to open her door, and I took off. <laughs> no, nice. she's not listening. That's like the ultimate compliment to that girl walking across the street. I don't know if she knew, did, did man. She wave and say thank I, you? Almost, <laughs> I almost killed that lady. Everywhere I walked, there's these wrecks. She probably never wants to survive. Funny, funny thing about it is, I remember exactly what that girl looked like to this day. Do you remember what the van looked like? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was white and had like purple stripes on really? it. Really? And, and there was a wheel spinning like this. <laughs> <laughs> there was a pool of blood underneath it. Exactly. When I read the newspaper article, the next day for all the people that I killed. <laughs> I remember all of their names. But I would not assume... Allegedly I did that. Allegedly, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, so it, let's just throw this out there. If you had failed driver's ed, would they have given you a driver's license? I mean... I don't know. If they let you graduate... I what, think so. what, what if you failed the written test but passed the street test? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I, I failed driver's ed, so they gave me a driver's license. I mean, driver's ed is completely independent of... Uh, just because I was there. Just because I was there. And I was present, and I took it. Perfect attendance. But he said that he's driving a Chevy Nova, which is like a tank. Gus and I watched this video that was posted on Slashdot. Oh, man. And it was to celebrate... It sounded like a lobbyist group, didn't it? Yeah, it yes. did sound like a lobbyist group. National Highway it, uh, Insurance. Ins- highway Insurance, yes. NIIH or something. National Institute of Insurers for the Highway or whatever. And they started like this organization. They started it back in 1959. And so to show how much that they have helped safety standards in the last 50 years, they took a 1959 Chevy Bel Air and crashed it into a 2009 Chevy Nova. Excuse me, Chevy uh, Malibu. Malibu. Mm-hmm. Into a Malibu. And they just did them in a head-on collision where basically the driver's side... Like the offset kind. Yeah, where like somebody somebody came across the yellow line and say they both hit the left side, the, both the driver's side against each other in a head-on collision. That Malibu destroyed that Bel Air. Really? You That's think of it as being these huge tanks, right? Yeah, yeah. Big, like big hunks yeah. of metal. No way, man. That, that thing was like Swiss cheese. That fucking Malibu cut right through that Bel Air like nothing. That's a wow. really that's a really cool test. It was, and it was it was very impressive to see the way when the Bel Air was hit. It it basically the way it crashed was to take every piece of the engine and put it in the cockpit, essentially. <laughs> yeah, put it put it in what would have been the driver's lap. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and they had a cutaway afterwards. Uh, you know, they did an analysis of the dummies, and they said the driver of the Malibu 
would have had possibly a sprained knee. Yeah, a minor knee injury. But that the driver of the Bel Air would have been killed instantly. Essentially, if they were lucky, they would have been dead instantly. Wow. And, and afterwards, they had a cutaway... And it looked like the owner of the Malibu just decided to go in and sit in a wrecked oh. car, like to take a picture. And the cutaway from the Bel Air, his knee is up in his chin. He's all crumpled behind the wheel, and the steering column's eating him. You know. Is that the cutaway right there? Hold on. No, this is this is actually the video. We'll post a link. Yeah, I'll make sure to put it in the link dump. It's it's really interesting to see because I used to own you know a giant old pickup, and I thought, oh, you know, if I was ever in a wreck, you know, there's no way that anything could could you know cause a dent in this truck. Nope. <laughs> any, any modern <laughs> car would have killed me. And I watch Mad Men, and you remember back in those days when you know kids would sit on the laps in the front seat, or they'd be jumping around in the back seat playing basketball. Oh, dude, I used to lay in the back window of the car we had, like there, that sort of that gap between the back seat and the actual window. We would get up in there and lay down there as kids. Wow, probably not safe. No, 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 totally safe. I mean, that was a <laughs> that was safe for the eighties, though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it was a designated safe zone. It was eighty safe. It was a, it was before they had the child on board stickers. You just actually put your child in the window. That way, they, that way people knew. Yeah, it's rough. So, Gus, you will definitely have to post a link to that. Yeah, it was really, really yeah, great. Yeah, brutal. If you're into, you know, old cars crashing. My like, f- I, I can't imagine, like, like being the person who's organizing this event and being like, okay, we need to find a car from 1959 that's in pristine condition <laughs> yeah. that looks awesome. Everything about it needs to be perfect so we can fucking total it. <laughs> but we, actually, when you see the video, I mean, it is very – it's a very clear illustration of how much those safety standards have changed, which is nice yeah, yeah. because it seems like everything we talk about these days is how nothing is as good as it used to be. And here's a very clear example of, you know, you would have been essentially a, a, a hamburger if not for this car, mm-hmm. you know, with the modern safety standards. You think they could take one of the, the new, the Malibus and like put it through a Model T? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, would t- it would tear the shit out of a chariot. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to see a horse and a 2009 car go to go head to head. Shit, just go to break. <laughs> see it all the time. Oh, that's right. The horse won. I forgot. The about horse that. kicked the shit out of that car. <laughs> horse fucking <laughs> tried to go up and over, fucking crush that thing, dude. Man, if I'm driving down the highway and I see a horse, I mean that's that's not, I always wonder like those weird scenarios where you know Jack says I hit something. That's something you expect to kind of happen. And your mind might just not catch up, but there's always scenarios like where a plane crashes into a house. You can't possibly figure that out for like two or three minutes as to what happened. Yeah. Why yeah. did my house just explode for no reason? <laughs> Why am I on fire? What's, what, going, what's going on? What is this huge metal thing? There was a cool thing that I saw recently while we're talking about vehicles where a company has developed a – I don't know why nobody thought of this earlier. They developed a front wheel for a bike. Like a kid's bike. Jeff, you just bought your daughter a bike, didn't you? I did, her first bike. It's got a gyroscope in the front wheel, so the wheel doesn't tip over. Oh, that's awesome. Instead of training wheels, you just have a gyroscope for a front wheel. That's brilliant. Yeah, except it seemed like it'd be very hard to turn. I I don't know how much you remember about using gyroscopes. No, turning is fine. You can't. It's just the... The leaning, that would be hard. The turning turning should be fine. Leaning is a component of turning, though, in a way. Well, if you're going, a, like, if bike, you're going yeah. super fast, maybe, but when you're learning how to ride a bike, you're not going that fast. Speaking of... Uh, it's pretty cool, though. It's a training wheel. Speaking of cool inventions with vehicles, I was listening to NPR this morning, and they were talking about how this company in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, just developed a new kind of uh, Humvee called an MATV, I think, for troops in Afghanistan that is like... Because uh, this goes back to that when you were on the plane. We talked about it a couple weeks ago yep. with the guy. Uh, that it is like IED-proof. And... Uh, it uh, it's like weighs like twenty thousand pounds. Holy shit! And the bottom of it is a V. So if there's an explosion under it, it disperses out all the shrapnel and all the force 
to the sides of the of it, and because of the weight, you, it can't go up in the air. So it uh, it's essentially like totally safe from any kind of unexploded well, ordnance. Luckily, they'll be using this in the Middle East, right where all the oil is, so they can just. Fe- Plug yeah. a pipeline directly the into the gas tank. <laughs> I don't know what the gas mileage is. It's also like 19 feet long. Yeah, like it's, it's kind of crazy. An electrical cord. It's got like an oil hose that just runs yep. off the bag. You have to keep it plugged in at all points of time. <laughs> 20,000 pounds. Yeah. Why not just drive like a bulldozer? Just drive, drive a tank around. Tank's not going to get guess. blown up by an IED uh, either. Apparently, like, the, the whole the core of this thing, though, is it's the, the V technology. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that at the bottom, that it just like, as soon as something blows up, it just goes whoop, right off the side. Does it make that noise? The harnessing the power of the alphabet for the good of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> this portion of the podcast brought to you by the Alabama Schools Geometry Department. <laughs> you know, I got to say, while we're on the subject of math in schools, it doesn't make sense, the math that we teach high schoolers. It doesn't make any sense at all. Like, why would you learn geometry and algebra, but you don't learn finance? You don't learn like hardcore percentages. Like, why don't we have a personal finance class as our basic entry level well, for mathematics in high school? In in general math studies in the ninth grade, they did teach me how to balance a checkbook. They did teach you that? Yeah. They, I, didn't, I didn't learn how that. How many percentages? Because you guys were all taking like algebra two and trigonometry and shit. I took fucking general I, math I was when taking, I was like in fourth grade. I was taking idiot math. No, I took one of, I took like a check class, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was, it was like part of uh, like like health or something like that. They came in for like two days. You know, no, mine less than 10 months. <laughs> I think uh, a personal finance class and a typing class should be mandatory. Oh, I agree. Well, I think cursive is gone now, yeah. so cursive yeah. needs to be replaced they can replace that. They can replace that with fucking spelling, because all you people are <laughs> morons. Take it easy. <laughs> God damn, I'm fucking pissed off about people who can't spell anymore. Well, technology's, I mean, technology's going to take care of all that anyway. There's spell checks, and they, the technology should take care of it already. Dude, everyone who spells you are as in, like, the letter you are, and, like, they replace what they say with that makes me want to punch a baby. I hate when people do that shit. We have actually talked about putting in certain words into the website that if you type them... Do it. They're not typos. Absolutely they're, do it. They are just you trying to spell things in a very dumb way that automatically... You for a certain amount of time. Yeah. We call it the grammar hammer. The grammar hammer, right? But it doesn't exist yet. My, my or does do it. that. <laughs> my least favorite is cos instead of because. Uh, cos. I don't under- even understand that. It makes mm-hmm. no sense at all. Yep. Like when I type bc, I mean that's an abbreviation that makes sense. Cos. Yikes. Cos. My, my least favorite. My, my pet peeve right now is uh, is changing could of c o u l d apostrophe v e to c o u l d space o f. Could of. could of people do that? <laughs> yes, I see that all the fucking time, and it's driving me insane. I thought Good you said coulda, coulda. Yeah. Wow. God damn. <sighs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You'll be fine. You'll be G- fine. Gav's not here for me to yell at, so <laughs> I, had, I had to yell at the people who are listening <laughs> instead. <laughs> I just placed in the other direction. Okay, well, here's a funny story that I read the other week that I thought since we're talking about dumb people, there were girls, and I don't know if they were in Holland or where they were. But there were girls that were rescued from a fake Big Brother. I'll read you the... Oh, they, that, was in, that was in Turkey. Is in Turkey? Nine young women tricked into joining a fake reality show and kept <laughs> isolated for two months were rescued by the police on Tuesday. The women, some as young as night, 16, Aww. were kept confined in a villa in the Berkoy's district of Istanbul, and videos of them in the house were sold over the internet. <laughs> According to the reports... Organizers of the fake show placed advertisements in newspapers that called for, quote, contestants to compete in a reality show like Big Brother that will be broadcast on FX TV. 
and interviewed dozens of would-be contenders. So they rescued these girls because they weren't allowed to make phone calls or anything like that. Speaking wow. of which, we're going to be having a reality TV show here. <laughs> yeah, that, um, is, that just sounds like a reality TV show that went bad. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they were broadcasting and selling it on the internet. That sounds legit to me. What is it, what is a fake reality show? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think they were actually broadcasting on TV. I think like they were. So it was reco- a web series. They were recording them in private, like without them knowing. And then wouldn't let them talk to any of their family or what? leave if they wanted to. That's a reality show. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's they, Big Brother. They will let you leave a reality show if you want to leave. I'm sure they signed some sort of model release form, right? A model release <laughs> form that covers imprisonment? Oh, There's on. a very fine line between fake reality show and reality show that just didn't get their TV deal. I guess yeah. so. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't, they don't know going in that they're going to get their TV deal for sure. Have you ever seen the reality show Solitary? No. It, it's, on, it's on Fox Reality. It's on Hulu, actually, I think. It's it's the most interesting idea for reality game show I've ever seen. Basically, they have nine people in a uh, an octa- uh, an octagonal is that how you say it octagonal yeah. octagonal octagonal room, and all it is is them by themselves. And there's a TV monitor that has like a little robot voice, like a Hal type voice. And when they compete, they just compete with themselves, and then they go as long as they can, and they choose to quit. And so only you can t- say when you stop, but you don't know when your opponents quit. So the so like basically you're trying to think have I gone longer than one other person who's dropped out? It's it's a really really interesting idea, and I suggest you check it out if you get a chance. If you if you like that kind of stuff, okay. How can they possibly put that on TV though? Because you don't know when the show's going to end. Well, no, I mean, well, it's it's like nine people and knock out one person probably a day or two, and then they edit it all after it's done. Oh, they edit. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the clarification. I was really confused until you threw that in there. No, uh, no, no, no. But, but like, I mean, it's it's, it's crazy because like they mess with these people. Like, uh, for example, like they'll let them sleep. Like they'll 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 let they'll let them. That's fucked up, dude. No, sorry. okay. Let, let me come on. on. No, like, do they give them water? Because that would be nuts. No, so so they'll go to bed, and then once they know everyone's asleep, they'll give them thirty minutes and wake them up, and then tell them they've been asleep for eight hours. Oh like, wow! Like shit, like that. It, it, it's really, really neat. It's a, it's definitely a mindfuck. So it's like Scientology. Exactly like Scientology. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> Man, I've been tired lately. I wonder if someone's <laughs> rolling back the clock. That's what, they can't what fall for that shit though. Uh, no, 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 they know what they're doing going in. I mean, they can't fall for the eight hours and thirty minutes thing. Sure, they, they, they do absolutely. If they keep People them like out of, stupid. away from sunlight. You know, fuck sunlight inside all the time. I wouldn't fall for that. You, if you were in this room, this, this room we're in right now. If you slept, like, even not 30 minutes. If you if someone let you sleep on that couch for an hour and a half, they woke you up and were like, you've been asleep eight hours. Come on, we got to get to work. You'd get up and get to work. I had a wristwatch. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> God damn. Well, did, did, you hear, did you hear about the guy who got stuck in the elevator yeah. for a whole weekend? Yeah. yeah. Like, he was, yeah. and he, he thought he'd been in there for, like, a day and a half. And he was in there for, like, like 60 like a hours. a day and three quarters. Yeah. No, it was more than that. It was, like, it was like three days. <laughs> I got special army training. It wouldn't work on me. <laughs> he thought he was in there for a day and a half. He was in there for two days. <laughs> <laughs> what a wacko! He, he, he lost twelve hours. <laughs> Jokes on him! And now he has X-ray vision. <laughs> he li- he's living in the future. Oh. Welcome to the Full Length Podcast, Jack. All right, You're doing great. <laughs> I'm sitting in the gab seat today. Tell us some more shit we don't care about. <laughs> yeah, that, that dude. That dude's sad because he, he keeps going up to the camera that's in the elevator and like waving yeah. to it, trying to get someone to get him out of there, and he just. He seemed crumpled up in the floor. You're talking about Gavin? Yeah, pretty much. So we that's, we put him in the box in the back room. <laughs> oh, I, I high five Gavin today so hard he hit himself in the face. I just want to say that so we can put on the link dump. You're like an asshole, big brother. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Hopefully, hopefully I can get that video. Who recorded that? Uh, yeah, we, uh, Gav did with his his camera video crazy thing. All right, I'll have to steal that and see if I. Well, can get Well, he the said video. he was going to put it up, so now camera he has to. Camera video crazy thing. No, it's like a camera phone. That video. is crazy. Dude, you, you don't see those often. No, it does. It does freaking like slow mo, like super slow mo. It's all downhill, Jack. It's all downhill. She Wait a minute. So his 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 camera is a phone. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got this right. Because when Gus yes. has to when Gus has to fucking go to NASA to find the link for this, <laughs> I want to make sure we have all the information we need. He has a cell phone that's a camera. Yes. Wow. I and think I think I've actually link dumped his uh, his phone before. Yeah, because he has the one that does like 800 frames a second. Does it 100 frames a second? Which you absolutely have to have for in a your cell phone. phone camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder why don't we have that technology here in the U.S. I Seems know. so helpful. Thanks, thanks for nothing, LG. Is it? Yeah, it is an, it's LG, an LG, isn't it? Phone, yeah. I always think it's a Nokia. He told me he was LG. about to switch carriers in the UK to get the iPhone, uh-huh. but now Orange has signed a deal where they have broken away from the exclusive carrier for the iPhone, and now Orange and O2 will have it. I think it's called O2, maybe called Oxygen. Hmm. But now he'll be able to, because he is an Orange customer, he will now be able to get an iPhone. That's uh-huh. awesome for him. Oh, yeah. did, you, did, you ena- did you enable MMS this week? Yes. What is that? It's so you can text images and shit. I love when people complain about a feature endlessly, and then we get it, and it doesn't matter. I use it constantly. MMS? Yeah, I'm glad we have it, because I used to receive MMSs. Well, I do receive MMSs a lot, and it's a fucking pain in the ass if your phone doesn't support it. That shitty website? Plus, like, if you take a picture with your phone, and you want to, like, if I want to send it to my wife, I got to fucking drop out and email it to her through my iPhone, whereas now I can just click on it and say, send to this phone number. You much faster. Yeah, but it's it's the same. It, like when you click on the photo your it, on your phone, Give me your phone. It, email photo and send you know via MMS or right, oh, right to there. each other. Yeah, except now I have to. But it doesn't email. But then it emails it to like her Yahoo Mail, and then she has to go into her Yahoo Mail. But she can get that on her phone. Also, she can get that on her phone. Yeah, but it's more steps. Also, but but also you have to type in email phone. address. It's not the same. Amount of steps. No, it's not. I agree with you on this one, Jeff. Thank you, Jack. It's, you know, you and I always eye to eye. It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's not exactly the same. No, it's not. You if, you, you if, would, bo- if both people have iPhones, it's the exact same process. You would hit the mail button instead of hitting the message button. No, you, you can no. even do it from the photo. Here. Like, no, I'm saying to get the message. Oh, right, the, right, exactly. Check this is This is great content for the podcast, uh, a, 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 a physical we'll demonstration. We'll do it later. It's faster. Yeah. Okay, right, we'll, we'll have a speed test. Yeah, definitely. We can do that. We can, we can record that, too. Yeah, we'll see. I, I still think... I, you, I, I, I'll, I'll wait to get the video from you, Jack, and then if, when I get it, I'll put that in the link. All right, we'll, we'll shoot it on, on, uh, on Gav's camera. sort of a crazy cam- phone. Gav's camera that is also a phone. Now, I will say this. When they do introduce tethering, that will be a big feature. Well, that's available now if you if you have your phone unlocked. Like, if you, if you have the, the black market apps or whatever. That sounds <laughs> that's bad. That's illegal. You jailbreak your phone. <laughs> jailbreak. Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. illegal? I can't condone that. Uh, as far as I know, it's against the terms of whatever. I whatever, guess that's true. You know, I, I've never done it, but I know it can be done. Yeah, you know a guy who knows. I that? know a guy. I just you can I, buy I, some I, stuff. I know from. a guy who's read the internet before. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a big deal. You're not a fucking hacker. You followed a how-to on goddamn Google. <laughs> I, I'll be perfectly honest. At this point in my life, that kind of stuff is just. It. I like to read about it and read that other people are doing it. I just don't care. Yeah, I'm why? not going mean, to mess with it. Well, I mean, before before the App Store was out, it was kind of cool. Now that the App Store is out, it's like anything you really want, you can probably find in the App Store for you know free. Yeah, it's like when I read, you know, ooh, they they broke the DVD or Blu-ray encryption in two days. It's like, yeah, well, good for them. You know, I, yeah. you know I'll, I'll I'll rent from Netflix. Thanks. You know, I don't want to go out. I don't want to spend all my day bit torrenting and applying patches. Or ooh, I can get the chip online and break open my console <laughs> and put it in. No, no the, thanks. The only thing that that encryption being broken is useful for is for um, like backing up and ripping your your own physical media. 
That's about it. That's great. I'm not going to do that. No, I do that sometimes. Like if I don't want to take a DVD with me on a trip and I want to watch a movie, I, I might do that. I'll rip for... it to my hard drive, and that's that's about it. And for... I feel that's that's fair use. I, it's my fucking disc. I can I can do that. No, yeah, you and I, and I wouldn't argue that, but I would say instead of doing that, I'm just going to click iTunes and get it for 24 hours. Right. And that's yep, it. that's a, that's what, a great point. You're allowed. Yeah, you're allowed like one physical or one digital copy of any of your media, right? Like no. legally, you're allowed. No, really, legally, you're allowed not allowed by that. who. I, like well by by the law, <laughs> Mr. Law. But, no, I, I thought I thought like seriously, I thought like you could have a, a backup copy of your your physical media, and that nope. was completely legal. Nope, nope. You should you should uh, prove that. That you you should you should prove your <laughs> fucking point. Why the fuck do I have to prove? Why is the burden of proof always on Gus? How comes on me? It'll be in the fucking link dump, making you look like an idiot. All right, well, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you that know, will would, make me look like an idiot. I just watched my first. Blu-ray <laughs> Sorry, I forgot disc. your face does that job. Exactly. Thank you. All right, guys. Bernie watched his first Blu-ray. Disc. Well, as part of my PS3 experiment. How's that going? You still you still still PS3 in it? Yeah. What are you playing right now? Uh, Gus gave me Metal Gear Solid Four. And oh I shit! Play, and I play, quote unquote played some of that. Um, you played the movie? Yeah, I hit play and I watched it. You know, for a while. <laughs> um, that, game, that game's a perfect I, ten. <laughs> I played Uncharted. I finished Uncharted and I loved it. I, I thought about going back and getting my first platinum trophy in Uncharted. I just don't think I'm going to do it. I just I got to say you let me sit down with Uncharted for about 45 minutes the other day. Yeah. It was a blast. And you like the voice acting. It's great voice acting. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. I don't know how to describe it, but like once you watch like the first 10 minutes you're like this really is like another level of what voice acting, right? And, and those cutscenes are really good cutscenes. They are. It I felt, feels like a movie. I was completely and totally immersed in it. I'd yeah. like I'd like to borrow that if you're done with it. Anyway, what else are you saying about the PS3? Well, the Uncharted 2 demo is going to come out today. Oh shit, that's, that's right. For yeah. The public today. The game so. comes out October 13th, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I watched uh, 12 Monkeys on Blu-ray, because I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I didn't remember it being a very good movie, mm-hmm. and everyone seemed to like it a lot. What did you think? I, it was Everyone seemed to like it a lot, and I still thought it wasn't a very good movie. I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember much about it. I it, like it. It's yeah. like a, it's a, I guess you're supposed to think there's some kind of big twist in it, like, it, like kind of the story turns back on itself, but it was to me it was fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it was weird, because it didn't fill my entire screen. The Blu-ray. I was really excited about seeing Blu-ray, and it must not have been a good transfer because it didn't look that great. I have that movie on HD DVD, actually, and it's a mediocre transfer on HD DVD. I have Batman on HD DVD, too, and it's the first Batman, the, the uh, Tim Burton one. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Burton? Yeah, yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. He did Tim the first Burton two. One. And uh, that one was, uh, yeah, that was mediocre, too. I was really disappointed by that on HD DVD. Hey, so it all depends. So have you seen a good Blu-ray? No. I, I didn't want to watch Doubt as my first Blu-ray movie, so I watched I Waited for Twelve <laughs> Monkeys. What about what about Twister? That was always the thing they demoed DVD with. I remember. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it seems like that and Fifth some Element. movies come out at a good point in time where they just they come out when a format comes out and they do really well. Like Matrix, Matrix, on D- yeah, yes. Matrix fucking move DVD player. Matrix in, on DVD, and then a movie that nobody would have bothered watching had it not been for DVD was The Fifth Element. I love the, that movie. The Fifth Element was in every HD magazine. If they showed a home theater, it was The Fifth Element up on the screen for the pictures. Mm-hmm. Not a great movie. Well, because it's so colorful and has all that. And it's Luke Besson, right? And yeah. He, he yeah. does stuff like that all the time. Hey, I want to roll yeah. it back for a second. I know. I, me, my, my Luke Besson <laughs> fan letter, I, I just look forward to that every week. I will say this, though. You know what? Luke Besson wrote Taken. Oh, snap. He did the professional too, right? Yeah. So I guess yeah. I can't make too many jokes about Luke Besson. You, you know, um, you were talking about Tim Burton's Batman. Did you see that photo? I don't know if it's a new photo or something. Oh, I saw it a couple of days ago. The supposed leaked photo yep. of Nicolas Cage, uh, like in, I guess in a test Superman outfit. It looks like a shitty when Halloween Tim, costume. When Tim Burton was going to do Superman? No. Ugh. It looks terrible. I will put it in the link dump. But Dude, that's awesome. It's like a joke how bad it looks. Yeah, like I, you look at it, he's like, is that a wax dummy? 
that supposed to look like Nicolas Cage wearing a Superman outfit, but it's like, like Nick, a Bizarro Superman outfit. But it's like Nick Cage with like flowing long hair, like, and, like oh. Con Air, Con Air hair, Nicolas Cage, Con Air. <laughs> Do you know what the uh, the legacy of the Nicolas Cage's turn as Superman, which never happened? Do you know what that ended up doing to that Superman project? Huh. Killed it, didn't it? It killed the Kevin Smith script. Yeah, because yeah. he was the guy who basically acts the Kevin Smith version. Of Superman. Which was a good script. I read it way back in the day. Do you know why he, he killed it? What his main complaint about it was? Spider. No. He said that in one of the scenes, he's getting shot at and Superman ducked behind a rock. And Superman doesn't duck behind a rock. That's oh. what he said. Nick Cage it. said this? No. Oh. Fucking dumped the script. Apparently he really did not like it. Wow. Did it have too many words? <laughs> it's too much reading. <laughs> Is he from Alabama? <laughs> yeah. Where's Nicolas Cage from? Uh, Alabama? I don't know. No, he's a he's a Coppola, right? Yeah, I would guess. Yeah. I would guess somewhere California in, somewhere. Yeah, Yikes. from the vineyard. I'm actually looking at this photo right now. It's terrible. Oh man! Yeah. Oh no, I'll put it in the link. Don't, oh, don't worry. Oh dude, I, I saw the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Oh, uh, Heath Ledger's last film, the um, Terry Gilliam movie. Uh huh. Really good. Really, really. I mean, it's it's definitely a twisted movie. If you've ever seen a Terry Gilliam movie. He does some weird stuff. I hear people love 12 Monkeys. Yeah, he did 12 Monkeys. Gilliam yeah, movie. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Duh. Um, but, like, the last movie I saw of his was Tideland, which was a really fucked up film. I thought he peaked at Time Bandits. Yeah. But but this one, this one's really good. I, I enjoyed it. It's, it's it's more straightforward than a traditional Gilliam film, but um, the, the, and like the imagery in it's really, really good. Didn't he do that Brothers Grimm movie? Yes, he did. Man, that yeah, that's sucked. right. It was. It was. Was it? it was, Heath was Ledger, it Heath Ledger? Right? Was Heath in Ledger, that. Yeah. Matt Damon, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's that movie, right. That movie was fucking. I didn't horrible. realize Terry Gilliam did that one. I do like Terry Gilliam, but that was not a good movie. But yeah, this one's this one's really cool. And there's a uh, a girl in the movie named Lily Cole, redhead. Oh, so very hot. That's not real. I'm showing That's... Jeff the picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman right now. Dude, that looks like a, it looks like they superimposed his face on an action figure. <laughs> it looks like there's some kind of prosthetic device for to give him muscles. By the way, that's a dude that needs a fucking tan or something <laughs> going on. Yeah, that's a bad picture, too. Is... It's like they intentionally trying to make it look as bad as possible. Yeah. But no one's come out to say, no, that's not right. So that is that does that mean it's legit? I didn't say it looks unrealistic. I just said it looks bad. No, no, no but I'm saying no one from Warner Brothers, not Tim Burton, uh, you know, Nick Cage. No one said that's not real. Did he it's, see... it's on the internet, so it has to be real, Jack. <laughs> I read. I just read the headline, but supposedly the, uh, uh, the company that um, owns t- uh, Terminator... Terminator rights filed for bankruptcy, and now the Terminator rights are up for sale again. That's, again? Is that Studio Canal? Is that... I don't know. That's interesting. But it's supposedly Terminator is the most sold uh, property of all time. Apparently yeah. it's the the property that bankrupts the most amount of companies. Too. Yeah, no kidding. I Although, guess uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles didn't take off like they hoped. Yeah. Speaking of which... Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Fucking Dollhouse. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Please don't spoil it. No, no. I hate Dollhouse. And you know they were going to axe it after the first season. And, uh, you know, there's a big petition online. It was like, gotta save it. Everyone's gonna watch it. It's gonna be great. Fucking season two premiere, even lower ratings than the season one finale. It is true. It, <laughs> it is it just, true. It's just been on this fucking nosedive. I will, I will say the first season started out really bad and then got very good towards the end. And I haven't yeah. seen any of the second season because I've been I without TV. The, I think the, po- the point that Gus is making here is here's yet another show oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. we went through the whole internet mm-hmm. petition process. Then the show comes back on the air, and nobody watched Nobody it. follows through. Well, I guess the, Everybody signs a petition, but then nobody watches the show. I mean, the, the, the only show that's come back that's actually succeeded, quote-unquote, would be Family Guy, right? But that wasn't brought back because of a petition. That was, that was brought sales. back because people bought the DVDs, yeah. you know? And then once again... brought back for a concrete reason. That's, yeah, that's money. That's what makes... If you want a show to be on the air and you like it, you've got to support it. 
in the in the more traditional manners. Yeah. Otherwise, just watch web stuff and that's it. Refusestore.com slash dvds.html. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, <laughs> Look for Red vs. Blue Recreation coming this uh, this fall. Speaking of uh, <laughs> stuff coming back on air, did anybody watch the uh, first episode of The Office? Yes. Season six? No. I've seen the first, not the second episode. Man, season five was a roller coaster of good and suck, but that was a funny fucking episode. That was the one... It started uh, off with the parkour The stuff. parkour. Which, did you, I mean, did you hear about the whole uh, web soup thing? No, I don't know what that is. So Web Soup, which is a uh, Chris Hardwick show, the guy used to host Single Out. He sure. works with G4 I know now. Who he, is, yeah. um, he has a show called Web Soup, which is a clips from the web, and they literally did an office parkour thing, almost exactly like The Office, like three months ago. Oh, really? And literally, you can watch both of them. It's Chris Hardwick jump around yelling like hardcore parkour and knocking shit over. And then you see Michael Scott bouncing through, knocking shit over, yelling parkour. The difference is everyone saw it on The Office. No one saw it on this. Yeah, that's, that's obviously true. So is Web Soup on television? Yeah, it's on G4. That makes sense. And so also, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, no they, they had Web Soup and then Tosh.0, which is like the how Comedy Central those, thing. How many of those shows are there? Isn't it like those, Best Week Ever? Those are the big two, is Tosh.0 and there then Web Soup. There used to be Soup. one with Patrice O'Neill on VH1 as well. Well, Best best Whatever, Whatever. I've been going for a while now. Yeah. And then way back in the day, we had uh, fucking... Real TV with a Rashad. Was that web stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, same. Yeah, thing. Sa- same idea. It was Real TV. And what was the other one? Max Max X. Max Maximum X. Exposure. Yeah, that was a good. One I think too. I think Max X might still be on. That was a great. I think show. you might still see it. You know, midnight on Saturdays or whatever. <laughs> After USA Up All Night. It was, it was before uh, Break dot com and before Big Boys dot com. Yeah, that's when you true. want to watch people get in car wrecks or catch fire, <laughs> you'd have to turn your TV on. Way, way, way back in the day, you had to go to this thing called Hardcore TV. The Bernie and I used to go to it was like it was something they posted in the IGN forums, and that was where we'd find. Oh those shit! Things. I forgot about Hardcore TV. Yeah, yeah, way. Well, this is like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, man, that was, was a long shit. time ago. There was stuff that they posted back then that I still haven't seen. You know, else. the the thing that I remember from then, I think we talk about it every now and then. And I, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to find this for the link dump. Is that video of the jeep like driving up the side of the mountain, and the dude's <laughs> like, yeah, "Yeah, drive up the mountain." He's like, the guy with the camera's like, "Yeah, you're doing it." And then the jeep like hits, hits a rock, it starts like flipping backwards down the mountain. The guy with the camera's like, "No!" He <laughs> <laughs> goes from like shoe jubilation to like bawling tears in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Man, I got I got a thing with Bernie the other day where we were sending uh videos of uh miniature planes back and forth of planes just exploding. Like those guys who spend tw- like $20,000 on a miniature jet and then like it flipping and it's crashing into the ground <laughs> <laughs> into a ball of flame. Do they cry? Oh yeah. Oh, you can hear the guys just like you just like pure shock on their face like that. Oh, uh, I worked so hard just to and literally just like a puff of smoke. Wait, was it like you and, was it like you and your Chevy Nova? Oh god. Did they, they hit their mom's car, their My- mom's friend's car? <laughs> <laughs> My car didn't explode though. I, yeah, I, you really. know how I like pockets of enthusiasts on the internet. Like you run into people that you've never seen before. And they have one thing that's the most important thing in their life, and they dedicate their entire existence to it. That was that was these people. I mean, they had miniature jets. I mean, they would they, the, the guy would be sitting there flying a deadly jet with a remote control. The thing was probably what fifteen feet long. Yeah, they were they were big. Whoa, oh, I, was, I was picturing Jesus, I was picturing really? no, like, scale, a small man. RC plane. No, no these things are huge. I mean, they sound they sound like jets taking off. Yeah, it's like literally like jet crazy. fuel to pilot these things or well, fly I, these things. I wow, feel bad for those guys now. <laughs> no, maybe maybe they should have spent some of that the money that they spent on the jet on fucking flying lessons. No, what what happened on this one? I saw like the guy was he was barrel rolling and he gets got upside down and it's pulled up and this went straight into the ground. You hear somebody oh, on the screen go, "There goes twenty grand." <laughs> <laughs> Anybody yell goose? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you just so you can hear it. 
Here, the thing you can hear. What is it? What is it? It's a jet. Oh, this is it's it's a mini jet. Video? Ho- hopefully, it'll be here. Hopefully, it'll be like right off the bat. God damn it. <laughs> 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 Fucking YouTube, dude. Dude, that Fucking YouTube. That could have <sighs> been planned any better. Oh. <laughs> Great, now to cut all that fucking licensed music. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that I, was why is it the first step everybody learns in editing video is to take, you know, their favorite, like, Limp Biscuit song, you know, or, or, or something and just put it over the top of an actually interesting video? <laughs> I remember the first, the first time I've heard uh, Kenny Loggins put over <laughs> a video, though. Gosh. Bernie, have you started watching Friends yet? Friends. Fringe. Fringe. Oh, Fringe, Fringe. no. Dude, I, yeah. You, you, so you had never seen the show before, before I told you to watch that one clip, right? Nope. Yeah, I, I told Bernie to watch. Okay, anyone out there who hasn't seen Fringe, it's on Hulu right now. I just ask you to watch the first episode of the second season leading up to the credits. Like, right before the actual credit sequence starts, it's five minutes of incredible, tense sci-fi. It's really, really cool. I liked it. Okay. It has Joshua Jackson in it. Uh, yeah, you, you've got no allies in this room, my friend. Uh, so is it like Dawson's Creek in space? It thing? totally is. It's like Pacey just crying over stuff. It is. Uh, <laughs> it didn't, isn't J.J. Abramson a producer? They have his name slathered all, yeah, yeah. all over. Is he actually involved with it, or do yeah. they just use his name? I think, I think he actually wrote that episode, the one I'm talking about. Like, he's written a few episodes. They got his non-union Mexican equivalent, Juan Juan Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> they put his name Juan on there. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, of famous people writing stuff, do you guys see that the season premiere of The Simpsons was written by uh, Seth Rogen? Yeah, I saw that. And it's only the second time a guest actor has written an episode of The Simpsons? Has, has, uh, was it Michael has, Jackson, yeah. the other one? No. Do you know who it was? It was uh, Seth Rogen and the other person. It was Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah. Gervais. Ricky Gervais was the only other person to write an episode of The Simpsons. And well, that was a good episode he wrote, too. Do you know, I yeah, heard it was all right. when Michael Jackson died, I heard that they couldn't get the rights for Michael Jackson to sing on The Simpsons, so the Michael Jackson episode of The Simpsons is actually sung by somebody else. What? No. No, I think I, I heard about that too. Really? Yeah. Like it was never actually Michael Jackson. The Lisa, it's your birthday? Lisa, yeah. yeah. It's not him singing that. Huh. They, they had a Michael Jackson impersonator sing it. Where are they going to find what? one of those? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds like the hardest thing ever. I, I did not know that. I'm in shock now. So you are seem the, a little, a little. Uh, I'm frazzled. So are, are there going to be more or less Michael Jackson impersonators now? I don't know. Probably more for a while. Well, they were and dropped, then down, yeah, and then back up. They were <laughs> dropping off quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know if the impersonation thing is as big as it used to be. I always wanted to get like a like a Billy Crystal impersonator to like come to a party. Just like rent a Billy Crystal impersonator for why, a day. Why? Why not? Who, who the fuck would want to talk to Billy? Crystal? Exactly. Get drunk and just harass the poor Billy Crystal impersonator. That sounds like a... That's not like hilarious? Horrible, no. It doesn't, no. It doesn't seem to be as big a thing to me. When I was younger, it's, it seemed that someone who could do impression of a president or of you know a famous star was a very big deal. But I don't... You have those guys now on the web doing those hundred voices yeah, like yeah. in a hundred seconds. Or like the Frank Caliendos. None, none of them Frank sound Caliendo. like the guy. Hey, have you seen um, the documentary? You can get it through Netflix, uh, Confessions of a Superhero. I met that guy. Yes. Have you seen it, Jeff? No, I can't. I it's in my queue, and I can't bring myself to watch it because the trailer is so sad that I just don't want to feel bad for those people for two hours. It's 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 hard to watch at times. It's yeah. it's rare. And if, for people who don't know, it's just a documentary that follows the the people in L.A. who dress up like superheroes in like in front of Man's Chinese Theater or what's it called Grumman Chinese Grumman's. Theater and uh, take pictures with tourists. It's uh it's 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 really uh. Depressing. They're, they're creepy people too. Yeah, this, uh, the Batman guy's a little, uh, a little unstable. <laughs> you can get on your Roku. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I know yeah. it's, it's in my, it's in my queue. I just can't bring myself to watch it. Yeah. I did watch Man on Wire the other day though. That movie's on awesome. On your recommendation, that was really good. Yeah. It won the, it won the Academy Award. Wasn't it yours? No. You haven't seen Man on Wire? Nope. Because me, my wife, my wife watched it. She said it was boring. That was awesome. It was the pacing of that was a little tough because you knew what he was going to do the entire movie. Yeah, and you had to sit through the whole thing watching and didn't bother me at all. Uh, yeah, I can see why you would enjoy the bohemian French lifestyle that that guy is. <laughs> yeah, promoting I did, I did promoting like the entire movie essentially. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was nice. Where him and his buddies are out in the middle of a field <laughs> on a big high wire, just doing nothing all day essentially. <laughs> oh, did you hear about the uh, the chick who dropped an f bomb on uh, Saturday Night Live? Yeah, that's it was funny. That's, that's I, interesting. I didn't watch her, it. her facial expression was great. Oh yeah. The, oh, there goes my career. <laughs> no, they, they, they they said they're not going to fire her. She's, well, are they she's still get, around? Are they going to get fined? I mean, what's going to happen? No, like, it's, it's after. It was after. It was late at night, so the FCC. They're in the safe harbor. I think is what they call uh, it. It was like twelve thirty or whatever. Yeah, it was okay. like twelve forty East Coast. And it wasn't. It wasn't a nipple. So, oh my god, no, the world's not going to end. Well, it also wasn't during the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, do you yeah. do you remember seeing the actual halftime show when you, that happened? You know no. what's fucking funny about that? You can't see shit on the TV. It's it was so small. What's fucking funny about that is I had just bought my TiVo. And I had just set it up, and I thought, wow, I got my TiVo set up for the first time ever, just in time for the Super Bowl. I'm going to record the Super Bowl just to test it out. <laughs> the fucking first thing is, like, the most controversial thing ever on television. <laughs> I think I still have that TiVo, like, in my attic or something. It's like, I, 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 I could never bring myself to delete that. Well, do you, That's awesome. I mean, if you remember watching it, it was, like, literally, when they were on the screen, they were very, very tiny on the screen. And, like, you couldn't see what had what happened. Well, I mean, literally, yeah. if you, you watch the actual footage from the the broadcast feed, yeah, it was over instantly. Also. Yeah, and you couldn't see shit. Like if you, it was like, did he just pull off her top? Yeah, whatever. I remember the guy running on the field before the third quarter started. No one remembers that. The guy, there was a, there was a streaker who ran on the field, and like he, but I, mean, I guess he was clothed. But he ran around the field for Not a little much bit. Of a streaker, if he's clothed, well, yeah. But I mean, like he's like one of the the professional streakers that like has done like you know Wimbledon and soccer. The games professional streakers, yeah, they exist, man. He's but, a card carrying member, <laughs> the local four fifteen or whatever. Yeah, local streakers and masons. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I mean, like no one talks about that guy, and like that guy broke onto the field and was like on like the this in the Houston Stadium or whatever, like right in the center of the field. Did you see his dick? No. Oh, All right, well, that, well, there's a, there's your problem. Why well, I looked really hard. There was two interesting things I thought that came out of that event, that wardrobe malfunction. Uh, one, the first was that TiVo said after that that it was the most rewound event in the history of the TiVo. It's that was because I just had my TiVo. It was me single-handedly <laughs> doing it. Over but and over. it was scary to realize they could tell what people not only were watching but how they were watching it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That they could see that people were rewinding at that moment. I remember you and I being very disturbed by that because we both had TiVos at the time. Uh, yeah, and we, you know, we have identifying information on our TiVo that says what we're watching. That's pretty creepy. Yep. The other weird thing about that was that um, you guys remember about three years ago, I went to the University of Illinois and I did a speech at the University of Illinois. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One of the other speakers that was there was a guy by the name of I'm gonna pronounce it wrong, but it's Jawed Kareem, and he is the third dude that founded YouTube that you never hear about. You always hear about Chad and Steve. And Jawed was a guy who started it with them, then enrolled at graduate school. So he, he left YouTube to go <laughs> work at graduate school. Um, and he talked about just the spike where YouTube did nothing, nothing, nothing. They couldn't get anyone to post any videos on YouTube. They were paying, trying to pay girls on Craigslist to submit videos. I remember that. Yep. They tried like, to, they, they were nice. going to pay girls 100 bucks a pop. On, they advertised on LA Craigslist. <laughs> nice. Said, if you're a hot girl and you post a video on YouTube, we'll pay you $100. Wow. And they had a they had a video of the three of them sitting in one of their garages about probably about six months before the site broke wide open and they made one point seven billion dollars selling Oof. to Google. Um 
where they're sitting around, they're like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Things aren't going the way we hoped. Uh, this sucks. And then the video cuts off. Like, they're, they're just, you know, kind of like, hapless sitting there discussing this. Anyway, he said that what really helped skyrocket them was two major events. And the first was the Super Bowl event because it happened. Everybody wanted to see it, and yet it literally could not be shown on television again. So everybody went to YouTube to go see it. The other was when Tucker Carlson was ripped apart by Jon Stewart. <laughs> so for some reason, that video in particular was one that made YouTube. I, he showed like stair steps in their traffic I, after those two events. I would have thought Lazy Sunday would have been another one of those uh, videos. I think they were pretty well established by the time. Oh, really? yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought Lazy Sunday and Tucker Carlson thing were around the same time. No, I don't think so. No, I think it was well after that. Oh, well, fuck that. I'm, and, uh, I'm stupid. <laughs> what I thought was very interesting is I'm sitting here listening to the speech, and I'm just sitting here not saying anything, but I'm thinking, you just mentioned two things that are copyrighted. You know, yeah. non-original content that you know you, that made YouTube what it is. You're crediting for making YouTube what it is. Exactly. Two things you don't own. You made two billion dollars because stuff happened in the world. It just yeah, got, it exactly. just goes to show it's like Matrix on DVD or, or Fifth Element, right? It's right place at the right time. Dude, mm-hmm. if, I was, if I was Janet Jackson, I'd be knocking on YouTube's front door wanting a fucking check. Man, I always told some of the guys we knew that we worked with that went off to YouTube instead of going the more traditional route. That yeah, they. YouTube probably owes them big fat checks. Yeah, no kidding. The more traditional route on the internet. Well, you know, I mean, you know, build your own web page. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to you know being a an icon on YouTube. We've always been big proponents of making your own web page. As always, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, probably. You remember GeoCities back in the day? Like, yep, of course. I I remember making like two or three websites on GeoCities and GeoCities Tripod Angel Fire. I think I I think it was GeoCities dot com slash Hollywood slash lot slash nine nine one nine 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 one. I don't know why. Uh, I is that still that. around? Uh, no, no. GeoCities got pulled down. No, There's nothing left. No, yeah, it's they, gone. They, I thought they were part of Yahoo. I thought you no. could still visit those uh, domains. I, I'm pretty sure all GeoCities pages are down. It was a, it was a uh, it was a, the Lost World Jurassic Park uh, comedy website I had made. It was nice. my, my my friend. That uh, does sound funny. Uh, no, I met this guy. His uh, his guy named Dan. He did Dan's the Lost World Jurassic Park page, which was the biggest unofficial uh, Lost World page, like fan site. <laughs> Is wow. There, is there a lot of Lost World fans No, out there? well, I mean, like, at the time... Like, <laughs> he had literally dozens of followers. <laughs> I mean, this is... Yeah, I mean, yeah, there we go. GeoCities is gone. GeoCities, oh. No, GeoCities is closing. Oh, closing. October 26, 2009. Wow. wow. That's so sad. a month from now, it'll be closed. So sad. So go on there and make your GeoCities pages while you can. There you go. Get your but, animated uh, gifts ready. Yeah. But my, my friend did the Lost World page, and then he went on to Dan's JP3 page, and... It, like he was actually, I mean, his. What, what else has he done? He well, he that was the thing. So he did this community site for uh, for Jurassic Park, and the guys at Digital Anvil here in Austin were, I guess, saw his page because he did a Wing Commander page, and they said they saw his sort of setup, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do the official Wing Commander the movie page?" And so they flew him into Austin to do the Wing Commander the movie website, <laughs> hey. and he did it, and then they paid him and what whatever. And I like I only knew him through the internet, and then he ended up getting a job in Austin, and he flew to Austin, and I got to meet him. Like, did he know. get to meet Matthew Lillard during that process? Uh, no, we did. Go, we oh, did go to the. It premiere. wasn't fucking worth it, was it? <laughs> he's he's in the movie though. He's got he's got a line of dialogue in the movie. It's That's like awesome. one of the background ships or whatever. Dude, but. this is so fascinating. And he, today he, he's the leading investor on Delgo. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he knew our friend Paul that worked at Digital Anvil. Oh, dude, our friend Paul worked at Digital Anvil. Does he know him? Does he know Paul? Does Dan know Paul? I'll ask Dan. All right, cool. No, Dan's still around. He's what the hell are y'all talking about? (laughs) What do you guys call Paul? Paul. Yeah, no, fuck that. I want to go through. I want to get through Jack's (laughs) contacts. I want to hear more. (laughs) Though this will make this make make Jack remember some more great stories. (laughs) What do you hope is going to come of that? Like, okay, great. We all know each other. That's (laughs) That's exactly what we hope. (laughs) He cut into our plan. Then I'm going to make a fan page about it. Uh, (laughs) You'll be be happy to know that both Angel Fire 
and Tripod are still online. God damn, really? Great. Good for them. Man, that's a, that's a talk about it. If you wanted to create a space on the internet to live where no one will ever find you, that's like high, that's where you should hide out. You can get 20 megabytes of disk space. <laughs> <laughs> can you really? Do, can I sign off my Prodigy account? That would be like a web page today. 20 megs. This is like <laughs> one page. Dogster is still online too. You remember what Dogster yeah. is? Dogster? It was like a it was like a parody. Dogster is a, a parody Friendster. of Friendster. It's Friendster for dogs. Oh yeah, I do remember. It's probably more popular than Friendster. Probably is. Poor Friendster. You know why? Because dogs are loyal. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go bolting when Facebook comes along. You know? Facebook came along <laughs> and it fucking failed. Because dogs stick to their fucking guts. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Dude, I don't know how we can top that. Yeah, that's that's it. So I, I showed Jeff a, a movie that I'm getting. I'm shutting my computer down here. I'm not going to try to surf the web for any more information or topics. I showed Jeff a video the other day with disc that I got from Netflix called Sex Drive. Do you guys remember that movie? We watched the trailer for it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Drive. No, I don't remember. I watched this movie. It's okay. It's really no, good. No, it's really good. But it is tailor-made for Jeff. <laughs> it's almost like he wrote it. <laughs> I'm, I actually got depressed after I watched it because I thought, well, that would have been my, my point in life would be to write that movie, and now it exists. So what the fuck am I going to do? Maybe, oh, I, can, wait, no, maybe I, do, I can write the sequel. I do remember some promotion for that movie. Yeah, it was, came out like... <laughs> Last spring, maybe. Right? I remember the donut with the gun. That's every all I remember. joke yeah. about that movie, every every joke in that movie is about a boner. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so pretty great. much. I was watching it. They, said, they talked about boners so much. I said, "All right, I got to show this to Jeff." That's your tag in ODST, right? Yeah, of course. Boner. What else? Boner. I remember there was one time when I was out, um, and I think you were single at the time, but I saw a girl. She was sitting at a table. Do you remember the circumstance of this? She was I, sitting at a table. I kept texting you. Because I said, this girl is like you. It's like a female version of you. We were definitely somewhere where you would get something to eat because when she got her food, she clapped, which is what you always do when you get food. You clap. I do, well, or drinks, yeah. Whatever. You yay. just like whenever somebody serves you, somebody, you go, yay, and you clap. And that always makes a waitress laugh. I don't know why. It's so stupid. But it works. And uh, she said that, and she, she, she said – they said, how's your food? She goes – Awesome! It gave me a boner, and I was like, "Holy!" <laughs> hell. I go, who, "Who is this girl that's here?" And she was cute too. I don't know what what, what the deal with that is. <laughs> did, you, did you step uh, you through should, any you, portals on the way to, probably, to lunch? Probably stay away from the girl with a boner. <laughs> yeah. Griffin better Something's watch going out. On there. <laughs> that girl claps and talks about boners. That's it. And she had no idea what a trapezoid was, <laughs> <laughs> so she was just like you. She's and, from Mississippi, and she, and she failed trigonometry and geometry. Trigonometry, exactly. like I would ever. <laughs> That's true. Consider taking trigonometry. Well, algebra's got some trigonometry in it a little bit. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I didn't pass that. Part. Have you ever in your life, Gus? Have you ever had to figure out what the area under a parabola is? Jeff, that, you know, uh, Jeff, do you know uh, what that means? No. Has that come, has, has that come up once? No, ever. Never. So they're literally teaching us things that we don't need to know. Nope. No, no need for that. Well, Volume see, of a cylinder ever come up? Ever? Y- yes. Once, and not too long ago. What for condoms or no? <laughs> That's a cylinder, right? My, my mom bought a swimming pool, and I was trying to figure out how much water it took to fill it. And your mom bought a cylindrical swimming pool? Yeah, it was cylindrical. It's like a, uh, an above ground pool. Oh, I see. Okay, uh, okay. That's awesome. That, that's it. Did you figure it out? Yeah, I did. How much it was it? I, I don't remember now. It was weeks it, ago. It just seems like that math is farmer 
construction worker math. That's what we all learn. Yeah, but at least the cylinder's real. You know, like, that's an object you're going to deal with in everyday life. A fucking parabola? Yeah. 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 Are you ever going to build a suspension bridge? Probably not. Exactly. I haven't yet, but, you know, there's still <laughs> uh, a whole lot of hope that maybe that'll come up. But he's got a lot of life left in him. So. I do. <laughs> no, we, yeah. we, we did that in calculus in high school. Man. We actually <laughs> built a bridge. To uh, have real world experience building bridges, I don't know. Did you really? Yeah, wow. we did. We built we built like a fifty foot long suspension bridge from. Well, we had like a, an atrium area in our high school, and we built one. It, it literally suspended from one end to the other end of our atrium. Dude, I'm learning it was so awesome. much about you. Today. How long did that take? <laughs> it, it was it was like a, it was like a two month project. We we had a, we had to you know. So for two months, you learned how to do one fucking thing in math class. Building well, bridges. Two months better than I got. But. No, it's like we had, we had normal class too, but then on you know as like on projects. the weekend for fun, we no. <laughs> got together and built this bridge. <laughs> Me- I- meanwhile, I watched them put a cup of coffee on a credit card earlier today. <laughs> that 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 has somehow escaped him, but he can build a, a bridge. You know, let's build our bridge. You can't build the bridge uh, for I'm, money. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Jack's here because I don't tell the worst stories anymore. Uh, you're welcome. God damn. Uh, you know, Gavin is not here. We have we talked about that yet? That Gavin's not here. No, yeah, no. Gavin's not here this week, but he will be back next week before he's <laughs> gone for good. Will he? Yes. Nah, I don't know. We we'll had, see. I had, we had to have kind of a weaning process from Gav, and Gav has gotten a bad rap on these podcasts. I don't know. If he, I think he's got a pretty honest rap. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gavin has gotten a, a bad. He's rap. a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was my attempt. <laughs> that, that was my attempt to defuse the situation. But Gavin, Gavin agreed to step aside. Now I, now I know why that conversation was so easy. <laughs> Stepped aside because I put a fucking cupcake in his ear earlier. Hey, come on. I made hey, those cupcakes. Can we, can we cut that shit out, please? We already talked about it with the trail mix. Why you got to fuck with food? Why do people... No, why... Why do people have to bring food into the office? Why are we like, hey, we can't eat this in our house. Let's give it to the trash can that is Rooster Teeth Productions. I like, I like that you're complaining that I brought cupcakes yeah. to work. Fucking just, cupcakes, dude. We don't They're need, delicious. We don't need to have a plate of 70 cupcakes in the dude, office. by the end of the day, there are going to be 18 cupcake wrappers on your desk. That's my point. <laughs> that's my point. That's my point. I don't want I – don't, I don't think we should have them here. I don't think we should have cupcakes here. I, maybe, maybe we should have self-control. They're delicious. <laughs> the cupcakes of, are wonderful. In addition to cupcakes, let's have self-control. And let's be honest. I don't leave the wrappers on my desk. I leave them on other people's desks. <laughs> That's a good point. With half-eaten cupcakes in them. <laughs> half dish or half drink soda. We're going to go out in the kitchen. There's going to be nine cupcakes with a bite taken out of each one. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool, though. Your wife made these rainbow cupcakes. Yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome. How many did she make? Uh, we made like 36 of them. I so think. that was like enough for eight? Per person at the party? There's 36 out there now, and I was at that party. There were like 30 or 40 people at the party, I think. And I thought there were way more than 36. So there. you had a 90, maybe there were, I don't know. So don't you know. had a 90 percent pass rate on cupcakes. No, there, no, were, no, there no. were tons of yeah, cupcakes at the party. You're asking Jeff to do math. Yeah, I don't, there were there were a lot. If everybody had one, and we were all What's going the percentage eight miles of an hour on a train, I don't fuck. How the fuck do I know? We yeah. made a lot of cupcakes. Can you get a TI-83 and graph that out for us? What's a TI eighty three? I know that's Je- a you know what that is. I know it's a calculator. There we go. Really? I knew, yeah. I knew Gus would know. I used, to have Never... a, I used to have a dice rolling application on my TI eighty three for when I played Dungeons and Dragons. So I couldn't find my dice. <laughs> you could specify the number of sides. So even if a, a dice that couldn't possibly exist, you could roll. By the way, are you going to make Dungeons and Dragons now? Or are you going to bitch out? I'm going to bitch out. I think. God damn! I'm going to play without you. What's a dice that couldn't possibly exist? Like a seven sided die. 
That's not possible? Jeff, nope. you want to back him up really? on that? I don't know. Not, not possible. It's just geometry. He's not going to be able to help you. That's true. I can make a seven-sided die. A seven-sided <laughs> three-dimensional die that, I, I that has I, an equal probability of falling on each of the seven sides? Oh, let's not get specific. I mean, <laughs> it's a fucking die. That's what it does. I could make a 14-sided die that has the numbers doubled. <laughs> what? That's actually there, there a good point. No, there is no 14-sided die either. But, yeah, well, I, I bet I could do it. I bet I could do There's it. A, why not? There's a 12-sided die. Just do an 8-sided die that says, uh, roll again on two of the sides. <laughs> <laughs> Answer cloudy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all are idiots. <laughs> okay, so. It is funny, though, that like, I guess the 6-sided die became prevalent just because it was so easy to make. Yeah, that makes it's, fucking, it's fucking cube. Yeah, that's it. So I wonder if like, all of our games are based on 6-sided die. It was just because our ancestors couldn't figure out how to make... Not D&D, not baby. It's a D20 uh, system. <laughs> Man. I, well, in addition to... I mean, there's a lot of D4s thrown in there. Yeah, but it's a base D20. I mean, that's yeah. their normal which you use for everything. I saw a D100 die at one of the conventions. Yeah. It's basically just a golf ball. It's a golf ball. Yeah. How does it stop rolling? It, it's you, you have to be <laughs> careful not to roll it very far, otherwise it just keeps going. And eventually, it'll stop on one of the little divots, and then you have to look at it for like two minutes to figure out which number <laughs> is actually the one on top. And Penny Arcade was kind of touting these dice rollers, randomizers that they have, where they're, they're basically a column, and you drop the dice into the top of the column. They hit wooden stakes inside and flip around and then come out the bottom. Oh, that's a, that's kind of a neat idea. That's interesting. And, and so it's you don't have to throw them out. Yeah, and I like drop that. Them. Can we buy no, that? No, I don't like that. No, you don't like that. I don't like that at all. You don't like that? No. That's like being in Vegas where they put the cards back into a machine. You don't have, yeah, out. you don't have control over that. You got to put your own special touch on it. That's true. Got to finesse that. Got to got to get that twenty out there. Is that what you're really thinking when you grab it? Get that natural. I'm thinking I've hit rock bottom. This is it. I'm fucking rolling a. a I'll tell you what. Rolling a spot check when you rolled a fucking crit last week and then rolled four ones in a row. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the hell you just said. I really don't even know. He I got fucking he blew triple damage with a battle axe and did three points of damage. <laughs> okay, back to video games. We're going we're gonna to come up to video games. <laughs> hey, what about Left 4 Dead DLC? Anybody play it today? Crash oh, Course? Oh, shit. It came out, didn't it's it? Out? Yeah, it came out. So okay. did we ever figure out, based on the achievements, whether or not it's campaign or whether it's versus? It's campaign and versus. So can you play it? You yes. had a theory that you could play as infected in the campaign. You know, and I realized I'm an idiot. Right. Yeah. I'm okay. an absolute idiot. Okay. I don't know why. I hadn't played Left 4 Dead in a long time. I wanted to be there for that moment. And I just, like, <laughs> I was sitting there this morning, and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking when I had that conversation <laughs> Yeah. I forgot how Left 4 Dead worked until this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, look at these achievements. This means you can play as infected in the campaign. I, don't, I, I thought, don't... what the hell kind of a campaign would that be? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I just was confused. There was... I had some math in my head. <laughs> got lost. But no, it's it's really weird. There's, there's only three... Uh, I guess like campaign achievements. Yeah, and uh, then there's one. Well, four. There's a. Oh, it's a both. It's a, the get the five thousand kill one, and the rest are infected achievements. Yeah, they're multiplayer achievements because they didn't have yeah. any. Oh, I guess they had some. What am I thinking of? They had some. In yeah, they had like the boomer when you vomit on all of it's them. It's really, yeah. it's and really the... infected heavy though. But almost like to the point where if you play as. Uh, if if you get a survivor in a, in a versus match, you're like, oh fuck, I can't do anything. Well, that's kind of how it was already, anyway. Oh fuck, survivor. I guess, but at least well, then you had like achievements to work towards. Well, you play, you play as both. You don't get survivor. Yeah, I know, but like when you go over to the survivor side, you're like, oh fuck. 
You leave you the game and find another game where you can like, be effective oh, right come away. Come on, you. Like, come on. Let's all die as quickly as possible. <laughs> Shoot your teammates and then let yourself die. Does it yeah. upset you that uh, ODST Firefight does not have uh, matchmaking? No, it doesn't bother me at all. There have been petitions about that already. I can understand petitions. why it would bother some pe- people that don't have friends. <sighs> Christ. <laughs> right, but I got some... I, 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 I wouldn't want to play with random... If you can't find... That's, that's, such a that's co- very true. Dude. Such yeah. a cooperative game. I wouldn't want to play with, you know, fucking... Headshot Master 69 or whatever. <laughs> I, and I have never had a problem right, logging right. on to ODST and finding three people to play Firefight exactly. with. Or yeah. at least two. You know, yeah. Well, you're at launch wing, too. You know, it That's becomes, true. It becomes harder as time goes on. That's true. But we played Griffball. We never had a problem getting Griffball matches together. Nope. It actually kind of, in a way, I, I think makes it a little better that you can't just constantly water it down by jumping into matchmaking and having a bad experience. Absolutely. Plus, you don't want to be you don't want to be matched up with Headshot 69 for an hour of play. Yeah. You know, in, in Halo 3, in matchmaking, it's a little bit better because you know at worst you're with him for about 12 minutes. Yeah. Right. And well, you can mute him without, usually without negatively affecting your, your gameplay or yeah. your goal. Well, what, what's your longest firefight game so far, Bernie? Oh, wait, you haven't played it yet. Have yeah, yeah. He's, he's off. I have played a little Xbox. bit. I have played a little bit here. Uh, you know, with the, the launch party, and then these guys were recording achievement video, and I, I tried to help out with that. Man, I just wasn't good at it. I was, I was, I was so far out of practice because I haven't been able to play. Well, plus we were playing on heroic, which is stupid. Oh my gosh! Legendary. So I was normal <laughs> heroic for firefight. Normal. But let me tell you something about my my PS3 challenge. Um, okay. Yeah, I've been trying to play this PS3 for I've got about I think five six days left in this. Um, it's it's hard. It's really hard. There was a cool feature I found in the dashboard, which I think last time I said I talked about it. I said the dashboard was much faster and better. It's not faster. At all. The PS3 one? Yeah, because when you hit the PS3 button, it loads the dashboard, but then everything is loading. Oh, okay. So you see the dashboard, but every single option sits there and loads itself. So it takes a much longer time. Then I showed you when you go into trophies and you hit it, you have some kind of sync process that it does. Mm-hmm. And it loads it up. Anyway, that, that was tough. I found a cool feature, though, that was not available on the Xbox. And I thought, okay, this is cool. A very small feature, but very powerful and very cool. You can copy and paste in messages. So if somebody sends you a message and I want to forward it on to you, I can copy and paste it. But then you think about that. Everyone is forwarding messages. The the PS3 actually has chains of petition messages where they – it's almost like spam in your message box on the PS3. I got one the other day where someone was saying, if we forward this petition to enough people – we can get a Halo beta on the PS3. Obviously. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you forward it on? Oh, my gosh. Did it and, work? And then I had somebody else who I first found out about. I didn't know what they were talking about because they sent me a message saying, okay, I'm sick of these messages. Please stop sending me these messages. We're never going to get Left for Dead. We're never going to get a Halo beta. We're not going to get the multiplayer maps for Call of Duty. Stop sending forwarded messages. And I thought, what are they talking about forwarded messages? And sure enough, within two or three days, I had like five of them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Not not cool. Hey, speaking of which, I think they're going to finally get Fallout 3 DLC. <laughs> they did. This, I this think week. it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. like some of it this week and then the rest of it next week. I it, finally finished Mothership Zeta. Oh, yeah. What did you think? It was good. It was probably my favorite expansion out of all of them. It didn't, it didn't do as well review-wise. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I enjoyed it. I'm trying to think which one. I think I like Broken Steel the best. Broken Steel. Yeah, maybe Broken Steel. Those two were probably neck and neck. I, it wasn't the pit. The pit no, was not the pit. The pit was down there. It was terrible. That was the worst Point one. Point Lookout. Far. I was not a fan of. Oh, I like that one. That seems cool. I watched Bernie play it a bit. Yeah. Well, as, soon as, uh, as soon as Gav takes off, I'm going to get back into Fallout and try to catch up mm. with you guys. Mothership Zeta. I, I'm glad I saved my alien blaster because those fuckers were tough as hell. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had, yeah. uh, and and there, luckily there was more alien blaster ammo on the spaceship. Some Dude. of them were some of them were incredibly easy, and the others were really tough. Mm. I'm glad to hear that because I still have a lot of alien blaster ammo left. Yeah. So I'll save, just set it aside. Save that shit. You know, though, I 
in what are you play- laughing at, dickhead? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect to hear. I, good thing I have a lot of alien blaster ammo left. Like that was, <laughs> that's one sentence well, I didn't expect to hear today. Hard to come by, man. You don't know. <laughs> but Gavin said that when he plays games, when he picks up a weapon, he just starts using it. He doesn't save it for anything. That seems very much like Gavin. It does. It, like immediately, and he'll of course shoot marines with it and things like that. His, that's horrible. His friendly players. That's but creepy. I was doing that in Uncharted. I was if I got a weapon, I just picked it up and started using it and didn't try to save it. It is a lot more fun to do that. Is it? Yeah. Is this okay? You know what? I have a hundred rounds of this. I'm just going to use the next hundred enemies I see are going to get a sniper rifle in the face, and it, <laughs> it is it is more fun because you don't ever run into that instance where oh I'm going to leave my sniper rifle here and pick up the AK-47 and I lose the sniper rifle and never used any of the rounds in it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, in Uncharted you can hold two weapons. You can hold a pistol and you can hold some kind of rifle, hmm. and then grenades and things like that. Awesome. Well, that's cool. But I can't a, wait. I can't wait to play it. Basic review for the PS3. Uncharted was great. I never played Killzone more than ten minutes. Uh, did you play Resistance at all? I did play Resistance, but it was the same kind of thing where I played it for about five or six minutes, and I never played any multiplayer really of anything. Um, so, how much Metal Gear did you watch? <laughs> man, it's not a joke. I think I played that game for about thirty or forty minutes. Here's everything I did in the game in thirty minutes. I crawled under a truck. Mm-hmm. Then I I remember that truck went down a street and went into a room. Mm-hmm. I remember that room. And then I, I don't know what else I did. Then you probably watched an animation as some tanks came walking along yes. and jumped around. And Well, that, everywhere in between that are maybe 10-minute animations, cutscenes. And, mm-hmm. and you get in for a couple seconds like, Snake, crawl into the truck. And I crawl in the truck, and then it starts another animation. See, that's fucking... That's, well, that's, game. that's the game where it's like a two-hour cutscene at the end, right? Yeah, at the end there is like a two-hour oh. cutscene. Like, I, I delayed finishing the game. I got to the very end, and I delayed finishing that game for like a week and a half till I knew I had like a good solid two hours when I could watch the end of the game. I'd, I'd be interested to see if somebody cut all the cutscenes out and just strung the gameplay together, how long it would be. I wonder how long all the cutscenes are. If it'd, be like, all it'd, be like a, it'd be like a football game, you know? Yeah. Well, I... Or I had like never, a bit like a baseball I had never game. really played it yeah. before. I had never really played it. And... I think I played it actually on the Nintendo, the NES, mm-hmm. that Metal Gear, way back. Uh, that was like it was like Bionic Commando, same style of game. And um, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, maybe because I'm coming in at number four, that I just don't care about the story. That game's a num- That game got a fucking ten review. Did it game, really? That game. Oh. That game yeah. got a higher review than Halo Three. Yeah, you know what though? I mean, I'm a guy like Halo Three ODST comes out, and I, I read reviews on it, and I'm and I I have to admit, I'm when I read reviews, I'm like, shut up, it's a Halo game. Play yeah. it. It's awesome. Yeah. Of course it's a great game. Everybody loves Halo. And there are people who love Metal Gear. And, you know, more power to them. They should buy a PS3 and play Metal Gear. I don't I don't begrudge anybody if they like Metal Gear. But I just don't understand these characters. It might be me and my Japanese storytelling thing, too. I don't understand Japanese no, stories. No, no one understands any of those it stories. Sound like the Japanese people do, I bet. I don't it doesn't know about sound that. like there's any gameplay in that game, though. No, there there is. Like, there, early on, there's, like, a lot of that stuff. Then you play for a good, you know, 45 minutes, and then the game ends, and you watch the two hours of <laughs> No way, is it only 45 no, minutes? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, all I know is every day you came in, and I'd be like, what did you do last night? And you'd be like, played Metal Gear for two hours. And I'd be like, how much did you actually play? And you'd be like, nine minutes. <laughs> and then I installed the next fucking chapter for 45 minutes, and then I played for four minutes. Oh, did you, have to go to, did you have to go to the install? I did, but it was only eight minutes. Okay. The you, first th- install. There's more installs. There's not. Yeah, is there really? There's like five or six installs you go through in that game. Yeah. yeah. I, I tell you, the, it really, that was just, it. It's the overall experience has been, it's just not my platform. Sure. You know, I, I like Halo, I like Left 4 Dead, I like Gears of War. You like playing games. No, well, I like <laughs> I like the Xbox exclusives, and I, if you like the PS3 exclusives, you should buy the PS3. 
But if I was choosing between the two to buy, I'm gonna you're you're always gonna prefer one, and I just prefer the Xbox 360. Sure. And I really did. I think I gave it a good color try, and I like Uncharted. I like Uncharted a lot. Uh, but I had to stick with it for a while to play. First, I thought it was a Tomb Raider knockoff, but if it is, it's a really good one. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Um, and it, it's a good game. I highly recommend it, and I would I would play Uncharted Two if you get a chance to when it comes out because I'm definitely going to. Yeah, I'll, uh, hopefully I'll have a living room by then, and uh, <laughs> I think I'll, I'll have a living room by this weekend. Hopefully, and we can play some Uncharted Two. Naughty, Naughty Dog made that game, right? Yep. Yeah. What else did they, they did? They they were Crash Bandicoot for the longest time. I think Do you know what else they they've did done? Jax and Daxter too. I think I so. can see that because in there, I, I looked at a lot of their bonus feature stuff, and they had all that art up on their yeah, walls, I'm, and little I'm, statues. Okay. I'm pretty sure they did Jack and Dexter also. Yeah, it seems like a really you know, it's weird how we're so familiar with Bungie, right, and Valve. We're yeah. so familiar with those companies and how they work and like their offices. I honestly had never heard of Naughty Dog before I, I watched this, and I thought, well, maybe this is the only game they've ever made. No, just seems like another group of really cool, talented people. All their bonus feature stuff was really cool. Yeah, I think they're out in uh, Santa Monica, if I re- remember properly. I think you're right because they had on their bonus features once again. Uh, they had a dodgeball game between them and Sony Santa Monica. Mm. <laughs> I actually knew them because I was back in the day on the PlayStation. I was a big Crash Bandicoot fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was a fun game. I remember I, they had great commercials. I remember that. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember PS One days. Yeah, I remember uh, the one where it's a guy pushing his grandma out of a car. He says, "Tuck and roll, grandma. Tuck and roll." Oh yeah, I remember that. that one. Was the, I still have that in my head. I thought, yeah, I thought that was a Burger King commercial. No, that that was a Crash commercial. The I, Crash I, Bandicoot was the, the guy in the Crash Bandicoot suit. He looked like, oh yeah, yeah and he had yeah. the megaphone, over. and he'd run around. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. It was, like, it was like Mega sixty four before Mega sixty four existed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now I'm laughing thinking of Mega 64. I know, Dude. Mega 64 had a Madden. That Madden, God, that was Madden awesome. was awesome. Man, it was really funny. You gotta link that. Uh, definitely. Can I talk for just one second so I don't talk about the PS3 anymore and I can go back to playing Xbox? <laughs> can, I, can I just one more thing? Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, go ahead. I, I installed finally and played Home. I don't know if you'd call it playing Home. Sure. I really just absolutely do not understand that. Nope. All, all the screenshots of it look pretty cool. Like, you think, wow, this could actually be something. But it's actually not part of the PS3 experience. You load it like a game, hmm. and you play it separately. It's on your dashboard, mm-hmm. and you don't need a disc to load it, but it's just... It's like Second Life on your console. Right. If you were in there and you could go walk around and launch, maybe you can, but I couldn't find that. If you could walk around in there and go to your console and launch games from there, that would be kind of cool. You can wait in line to play bowling. And you can go to movie theaters, and you can watch... Uh, like upcoming trailers for games. That's kind of cool. Which is kind of cool because you definitely have the feeling that people are around, they're all standing there watching it, and you can actually see people watching it. So you do have kind of a sense of community there, but you're not going to go out of your way to load that Yeah. to then load and watch the trailer. You just watch the trailer. You're, you're going to look for the girl avatar and follow her around. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like a skin for the PS Store is almost what it is. Hmm. It's like a, you have a lobby for the PlayStation Store. So it's kind of I don't know what to say. Well, maybe I mean, they'll put uh, maybe yeah maybe that's what it'll be. They'll just have a bunch of retailers and you can buy like different DLC or music or movies or whatever. Well, have you heard of any innovation coming to home at all? Um, no, I really, have, I really haven't heard too much. Is about it, it still in beta or is that the official? No, it's. No, I, I think, think it's, it's out. I think it's, out. It out? I think it's mm-hmm. officially out. Yeah. Hmm. If I never in my life see an avatar dancing in WoW <laughs> or in Home or in Second Life. I'll be okay with that. I really will. I don't understand, like, why you want your avatar to dance. Yeah. That was, like, the worst part of uh, the old Star Wars MMO. You'd go into the cantinas and there'd be 40 people dancing together. Oh, no, there were performers, though. That was a performance class. Yeah, that was the worst. In Galaxies. That's That's why they were doing that. That was the worst. Aren't you a fucking bard in D&D? Aren't you a fucking performer? (laughs) I don't dance. I don't dance for anyone. Are you a bard? What does a bard do? 
so far, not much. You play music, right? So far, not much because Gus never wants to come to D and D. I'm supposed to go out of town. Like at any moment, I could find out I'm going out of town. That's sorry. I'm sorry. I have to work. <laughs> do you, Gus? Do you play like a mage style character in everything you play? No, you no, don't. No, you just mix it up. Yep. Okay. Whatever needs to. Whatever needs to get done. I, I I always play a stealth character in anything where you can spec things out. I always go for the stealth mm. character. I don't know why. In um, or the zombie. In Fallout, I played. <laughs> Pretty much a, like a, a brute, like a, well, not a brute, but like someone who used a lot of guns and stuff like that. No sneaking at all until the end when I didn't. Have, that's like the only thing I could put points in anymore was sneak. Hmm. Like I never snuck past confrontation. I always dove right in. Wow, really? Because in Fallout Three, I was a sneak character, and I can just walk up next to somebody, shoot him in the head, they never even see me. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. I, I told Jeff, I showed Jeff, this is what my character looks like, and Jeff said, "Okay, I think I'll do that too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty handy now that I'm doing it. At the end, it's uh, it's really fucking handy. Yep, you just crouch and just walk up somebody, like somebody, shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Just like real life, basically. <laughs> uh, I played Zombie Apocalypse on the PS3 as well. I downloaded oh, what do you think? that. And it came out. Uh, it was pretty cool. But once again, it's I, because of the achievement system, I think I'm, I'm going to do it on the on the Xbox instead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got, I a, platform. got a pretty decent review today. I was reading about it. Got like seven and a half. It was not bad. I It definitely felt like going through an Uncharted and getting... I had to play through on hard and then play through on a mode called Crushing to get the Platinum Trophy. I really felt like no one would knew that I did that. It was like back in the days of GTA 3, the original one on the PC. If you got all 100% of the drug packages and you found them around the city, no one would know you did that. Which yeah. is what achievements have solved. You know, you know, and maybe it's a just badge of honor. Trophies haven't reached that point yet. They're, they're inconsistent and just nobody knows they're there. So, yeah. But I got to level 4 on, on my character, on my profile on PS3. Oh, that's good. Is that good? Have yeah. you compared to anybody else? <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> it's about seventy trophies in total, and, and everyone I checked against, they they had about that or less than that. Really? How's the, how's the community side online? Like, can you check your your information online? I have no idea. I didn't even no. I, I didn't even go looking for it. There's no PlayStation not coming. Try to go looking nope. at looking accounts or something. They have a really cool community uh, that's run by Jeff Rubenstein. It's their blogs.playstation.com, I think. Oh yeah, and, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently that's a very thriving community online. But I don't I don't think it's the same way that Xbox is. I think Xbox is more that you're you're just there for the information and the social aspects are contained to the console yeah, itself. Yeah, there's forums, but I don't think the uh the Xbox forums are very popular necessarily. Or yeah. very very heavily trafficked. I go in there sometimes looking for hints and stuff, but yeah, I don't think a lot of people hang out. They're all games related, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Or people asking what E seventy four is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or complaining about the uh, Forza 2 demo, which hasn't come out yet. <laughs> Gosh, remember before that thing came yeah, out? Yeah, I do. God dang. That, people just kept complaining about that demo not coming out. <laughs> Man. Brutal Legend demo just came out. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, I think the game looks pretty good. I'm looking forward to playing some more of it. Awesome. Just pretty good. It, huh? com- it comes out soon, right? Uh, Rocktober 13th. Rocktober 13th. Oh, so it's the same day it's going up against Uncharted 2. Uh, yeah. Interesting. It, is it going to be a Sony game as well? I'm not sure. I thought well, it's probably cross-platform, right? It's one of the big developers. So yeah, it's EA. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, it's probably consoles. it's probably cross-platform. The rumor mill said that Microsoft was going to buy EA. Yeah, I read yeah. that last week. Yeah, the retarded rumor mill. <laughs> yeah, totally, that's totally impossible. Right? <laughs> that doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, Dead, Dead Space Extraction just came out for the Wii, which is the the one thing that might have me blow some dust off the Wii and actually play it again. Yeah, Dead Space was a really cool game, and I like the idea that it's a prequel, right? It's a prequel, yeah. It is a completely new story. <laughs> so I would, I, I, I must admit, I was really like enthralled by the Dead Space story, but I don't know if I was so enthralled that Do I could buy it. Do you have a Wii at your house? Me. No, I don't. Okay. I'm maybe, a gamer, so... Maybe I can bring mine over, and then we can watch it on your TV. Okay. 
That sounds fun. We can play for five minutes and watch a two-hour cutscene. The Wii Hold is hands. so friggin' weird. So weird, man. It has been like... It's a toy. Weird, the weirdest success I have ever seen. It, yeah. it's, it's a toy. It's like a dismal success. That, that I saw that chart. I'm, I'm sure you saw it, too, about two months ago, where it showed, like, consoles sold versus how many people are actively playing it. Yeah. And it was destroying everything, and, like, so far at the bottom of the other list. It's like everybody in the world owns one, and nobody plays it, ever. That's pretty yeah. much that's the definition of the Wii at this point, I think. Yeah. I'm very, very, very interested to see what Nintendo's next console looks like. We too. I mean, really, will it be? I, I think they might go in the totally opposite direction. Nah, HD Wii. I bet that's uh, the next one. Well, the well three, there'll be there'll be Wii Lite, right? The three sixty, the three sixty, and the PS3 are chasing. The PS3 is about to come out with that one controller that even PS3 fans are like, please don't put this out. Yeah, <laughs> please for God's sakes, leave this thing on the shelf. It looks like a big dildo. <laughs> I, I was going to say ice cream cone. But <laughs> they, were, they were showing Natal at the uh, Tokyo Game Show. Natal playing Katamari Damacy. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is like the, one of the first, uh, I guess, real applications of the game they've showed outside like the, the ones they had at E3. How'd it look? Um, the, I've only seen photos of it, but it looked, it looked interesting. And it makes sense, you know. But then again, it's just you moving your hands up and down. So uh, Seems like you get tiring. I yeah. think motion controls are gimmicky. Yeah, they are absolutely. There was some. There was some in Uncharted that you made use of the six-axis controller when a a certain thing would get on you. I don't want to give any spoilers away for a game that's been on the market for two years, but there, <laughs> there's a certain kind of enemy that can get on you and grapple with you, and then you have to shake to get it off. And mm. that that shaking thing seems to be part of the game, and you know I mean, it's in pain as well. In, in resistance, if you caught fire, I think that's how you put yourself out. You have to shake. The did, did you hear about Ninja Gaiden Two Sigma Extreme Seven or whatever the hell it's called on mm. PS3? No. You you play as the the chick in the game, the one with that big uh, staff with the blade on the end. I forget what it's called. <laughs> You're gonna have to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> but the motion control, if you shake your PS3 controller, it makes her boobs jiggle. Well, see, that's a good application. <laughs> well, that, well, that, that, makes just, sense. that just makes sense. But you know, you know, like the, the developer who's like, "Oh no, we have to put motion control in our controller to make Ninja, it different." Is, who does Ninja Gaiden? Is that Team Ninja? Uh, yeah, Team Ninja. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, but it's like, really, really, you know, that's when people try to argue, like, "Oh no, video games are art, and you know, it's not just for kids." And then it's like you're making her boobs jiggle, really? <laughs> it's oh, not nice. for kids. I gotta buy that game. Now. <laughs> no, it's not. definitely not for yeah, kids. I think I just sold three copies you of that game. Probably play Uncharted though, Gus, because you might not want to play it with yeah. us because it is heavy amounts of platforming I, in I, that game. I keep asking to borrow it. And uh, yeah, but you know, you're not a big platformer. It's got even got platform to the point where you're walking across like logs, and you have to tilt your controller to maintain oh, your balance. I don't want to play that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think Gus would have the patience for no, that. I at fucking all. hate platformers. And you'll be happy to know it also doesn't work that great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, well, let's wrap this up. All right, cool. Anything else? I love you, Gus. All right, got cool. Th- all right, there you go. Thanks for listening.